0: Consider y'all selves hashtag blessed because you've just stumbled across the Gay Agenda YYC, a podcast that spills the tea on all things LGBT and Q in the Calgary area. So join me at the Gay Agenda YYC and the squad hashtag trademark as we solve all your first world gay problems one hashtag at a time. Hey, 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 kids. Welcome once again to another fun and exciting episode of the Gay YYC. It is I, Gay Yoda. And with me are two fabulous... Oh, I can't believe I just really used that right away. <laughs> um, <laughs> our two super fantastic gentlemen from Fab, which is... I'll always get it wrong. The Fellowship of Alberta Bears. You got it, right? Yay, look at me go! I will have them introduce themselves... I've got one little tiny cubby guy, and then there's a giant man that is here. It's like, he walked in my door, and it was like, Andre the Giant bust in. I was like, my lord. Uh, okay. how about we start with you, because you're, you're the least scary to me.
1: Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kay. Mm-hmm. From FAB. Yes. So I'm the, currently the president of FAB, have been for the last few years, but have been associated with the organization for... Oh, I don't know, five, six years, since we came out.
0: Has FAB only been like, around for the, just like... No, FAB okay. was
1: around longer. I was like,
0: okay.
2: Good. I wasn't.
0: You, okay. Yeah. I guess that makes more sense. Okay.
2: Uh, and you, good sir. My name is James Bellamy, and I am a current member at large. Hey, that goes... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what I never thought of that. <laughs> um, a large member. Um, for the uh, FAB board, we've uh, recently had a... Not just his stature. Huh? We've recently had a uh, you know an election and uh, have a whole new slate of uh, volunteer board members that uh, are down and dirty and digging into making Fab a great place to be. So,
0: okay. Um, now, in case anyone doesn't know, besides it being about bears, uh, and, and unless you've gone to Pride and you have seen their float, which is always amazing, but you've seen large regular-sized people in shiny gold spandex. Um, what is FAB? What is it all about?
1: Well, I think uh, if, if someone has a good sense of uh, or an idea of, of what bear culture is about, then uh, I would say FAB is really trying to be a community space for those that identify as bears or that like to hang around with bears. Uh, and as to, you know, what constitutes a bear and blah, blah, blah. I mean, Fab doesn't focus too, too much on that. It's uh, what do you identify as and who do you want to hang around? And it's more focused, uh, I would say, on the value side of things. This idea of bears being uh, a protective and a group of people look out for each other, uh, sort of a brotherhood kind of idea. Uh, and that's where you get this idea of the fellowship. Okay.
2: I think it is good to clarify as well, too, that it isn't just about members at large or large members uh, that we have. uh, As you mentioned, we have people in our community that are uh, those who appreciate being a part of the bear community, but may not physically present as such. And uh, it's always interesting as they come out for the first time, there's that look in their eyes like, is it okay for me to be here? And it really is about community, not about body
1: dynamics that make a specific look
2: as to who you are but who you are inside
1: absolutely that's one of the key things I always would want people to know come out come out whoever you are Mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. you look like Um, really body positivity would be one of the main things that we're really talking about and that doesn't just mean bigger boys. that's
0: yeah everyone yep absolutely I do want to I do want to touch on that later which you know me touching everything um Hmm. it's the body positivity part because everyone knows that that's something that I struggle with and I talk about it in almost like every podcast I cry I complain and then I just don't do anything about it and then but okay so let's go back to where we started Fab how long has it been around? what because I know you said you were a member for say six years Uh we know that bear culture and bear community has been around a lot longer than that how long has it been at least in I guess, Alberta.
1: Yeah, I think 12 years mm-hmm. now. I'm putting the, I think, because of pandemic. So about 12 years. Okay. And it started out as a, uh, you know, they basically a group of guys wanted to throw some great parties. Uh, that was kind of the inception of it. And I would say things then developed out further from there, mm-hmm. forming an official society and, and really kind of focusing a bit more on the community aspect of things. Farron's listening. He might be choking right now as uh, hmm. the original founder. Whatever. but uh, Yeah. So it started up in Edmonton. <laughs> yes. And made its way down to Calgary later.
0: Um, I know I've seen uh, posts from Fab, and like I was telling the boys before, I, I've, I've referenced Fab many times over the podcast, but I've actually never gone scratch out i've gone to one fab event it was very i was not traumatized but i felt i was just don't know what was going
1: on maybe we <clears> should dig more into that i, I know yes, uh,
0: see i lay the seed and then we'll uh, uh, reap the benefits of cards like what is with these terrible puns doing today <laughs> oh my god I've lost
2: it we're talking about how long FAM has been around thank you started in Edmonton
0: <laughs> okay so that's what it was so I've seen it and I remember seeing a lot of posts um, and I know like one of the, mo- the, the biggest posts that stuck out in my head was um, I know you guys used to do board game nights yeah, we go one
2: coming up next Wednesday. Okay, good.
0: Because yeah. I know that that had gone away for a while because I think the venue was closing or something. This is all way back in my head. Um, see, I've got I've got this like amazing memory, I've, but I have no idea where I pull everything out of. <laughs>
1: right.
0: uh, so yeah, I remember the board game nights, and you actually just had one uh, a swim, right? You had a pool Correct. night. I, I, these things, both of these things. <laughs> the game nights, um, <coughs> board games, not terrifying me, but I think, again, it's PTSD from playing with my brother. He always used to kick my ass at Monopoly, and I would have to rage quit the game and flip the board over, so I don't do board games.
1: You'd probably have a lot of people avoiding Monopoly for Right, that exactly. Yeah, like they're safer things just, to play. It's just stuck
0: in my head, and like that's the only thing that I can see. And then, um, for the bear swim, I know that I actually had people asking if I was going to go this year, and... It did terrify me. Mm -hmm. Um, It it actually might be one of my other guests. Um, So if you, if you, I know you've listened to the podcast before. So Alex has actually gone into Fab as well, and he was asking me if I was going to go to the uh, to the bear swim, and I had to tell him like, "Are you kidding? No, Uh, I have not taken my shirt off in public in thirty years." Mm Me being out in public without my top on is just not going to happen. So he's like, okay, fine. He keeps trying to get me out to do these things. I have more willpower than he knows. So <laughs> dig my heels in.
1: I think what I'd say is there's a lot of different... You know, you, you don't have to come out to a swim. Yeah. If you want to, then that's great. It's there. Uh, but there's lots of other events you can come to. And that might even be an opportunity to build up comfort. Where you're seeing people who uh might have had similar uh, or definitely have had or do have similar body positivity concerns or uh, you know body image concerns um uh, swim is maybe something you just build up to in oh, the, yeah. the future or just not something you're interested in that's okay there's lots of other things to yeah. come out to
2: we're trying to create a diverse uh, schedule of events uh from the party scene which we do love uh, to the more casual social night, like a wing night uh, at the pub, uh, we've got uh, coming up next Wednesday is a, is a games and pub night. Uh, we, like you mentioned, we've had the swims as well too. But beyond that, there's river floats, there's bowling, there's other things like that, which are really intended just to create a uh, community mm-hmm. place for people to come out and hang out. And I think part of you know going to something like a swim, maybe for the first time when you don't know people there, uh, there's that whole layer of social anxiety on top of body positivity issues and all that kind of stuff if you get to know people ahead of time then at least when you do eventually show up terry <laughs> uh you'll like know a half a dozen people yeah. there and it'll be like you can go huddle with us in that corner of the pool because you know us and that's a safe place to be
0: okay yeah. uh, i i will say i was getting a little sense of fomo when i was watching i was looking at the pics that people were posting and i'm like oh fuck that did could look. That did it look was fun. fun, and everyone was having like a big smile on their face. And I'm like, good God! But I know if it was me, I'd be like, <laughs> uh, distraught over in like the Shays Lounge, just <laughs> uh, be like, no, don't take my photo. It, it, it's just just what I I couldn't do it.
1: But he doth protest. It, too it, much.
0: Right? Exactly. I know. Again, I will bitch about it, but I won't do a goddamn thing. <clears throat> I think that is my waspy upbringing. <laughs> so, and I think yes, that's what I wanted to say. Community. There we go. Um, because I know the... You said that the, you guys like the bar scene, the party scene, which is good. Like, everyone likes to party. But bringing it in community aspects, and I think that is an important thing. Because mm-hmm. I know that was something that was actually very important to what I wanted to do with with some stuff, is try to get the, the any part of the LGBT GSD community away from the bar and actually have some kind of just life Yep. and um activities or whatever so yeah if there is bowling and if there is just your wing nights or yep. just even like dog walking whatever
2: we actually had that last year during we the pandemic, pandemic. <laughs> yeah we tried right? it see yep. i might try it again i'm yeah. so
0: psychic right now my fifth sense is tingling <laughs> it's just i think that that is important as well I to lay down the foundation of what community is it's not just having a good time and partying and getting drunk
1: yeah, it's, uh, I, I completely agree with that. And uh, when Benny, my partner and I first came out, you know, starting to get to know people in in the community here, it was from zero. We didn't know anyone. And uh, there were just a few people we met and got in touch with Fab early on. Because I, I knew I was always, you know, into bears, mm-hmm. always drawn to bears. Mm-hmm. I dragged Benny along. Uh, he got right into it pretty quick but uh going out to a fab event was the first thing that we we really did as a community type event and that's honestly why fab is so important to me Mm -hmm. Uh, i want to make sure the most important thing to me is not throwing parties as much as they're awesome Mm -hmm. the most important thing is that there is a strong welcoming community a safe place that people can come out to and meet like-minded folks because that was important to us
2: I think one of the things that we uh, put a test to, and it was very successful three years ago, uh, pre-pandemic, was our bear campout weekend as well too. So even though there's a, you know, there's a nighttime dance, we're actually camping together for three days, mm-hmm. and that allows for people to kind of just like wake up and need coffee at the same time as have a conversation, cook bacon and eggs over a barbecue, you know, kind of idea, and and these types of things. Through the day and I,
0: answer the age-old question: Does a bear shit in the woods? Uh,
2: <laughs> if they do, they better take paper <laughs> toilet paper. Don't don't wipe it with
0: a leaf because no, you don't right. know if it's poison um
2: But it was interesting because my first uh, experience going to uh, a bear camp we had almost ninety people. I but but 80 and ninety people mm-hmm. at this, wow. and because it was a um, a private facility, there was not a shared facility. We had the opportunity to make it clothing optional. Uh-huh. And that was my first experience as a person who does not appreciate my own body as much as my husband and boyfriend do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It really comes down to I got to experience what it meant to not be shy at all. And eventually went from clothing to jockstrap to no clothes to naked blue wrestling mm-hmm. you know in front of everyone and it was really quite an evolution for my own psychology it's the natural progression there right? absolutely yeah. in one yeah. weekend yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but i think what i got out of that the best events for me was sitting around the the barbecues with the lawn chairs and the paper plates and just having conversations with people right so that was really the community and even though it was had its party elements it was really about hanging out together and i enjoyed that thoroughly so
0: Which I I can definitely appreciate, because I know I've a a definite gap in the way, as gay men, we are trying to make friends with each other, and as a community, and build a society together. Other than having sex, and then realizing, oh, I like this person, I may as well hang out with them. I, I get it a lot, like, people ask, how do you make friends as a gay man, and other than have sex with people, and then... Then figure out that they're an okay person after yeah. you know the the fifteen minutes is up and now you're waiting for the Uber to arrive. <laughs> so you actually have to have a conversation. <laughs> I think that's that's why community is very important for that reason. If you, I'm not saying strip away all the, the sexy times. Like that's it's if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. That's fine. But you need to actually have, also have a place in, with which to have a conversation, enjoy people's company. Um, and just actually get to know people, which is wh- exactly what you're referring to over what, beans and weenies on a paper plate,
2: mm-hmm. which actually we were a lot more <laughs> adapt to having some really kick-ass meals out there. You yeah. Know? We so, ate well. We did uh, definitely... well, okay.
0: Uh, I'm going to, okay.
1: <laughs> you 80, found, you found this 80 the bears place hang are out going at. to like, <laughs> yeah, but they don't all cook well. Oh man. I say they I, I'll, I'll put a we too um, yeah I, you found the right sites to go hang out at yeah. and James was one of them
2: yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. but to your your point it, dev, it definitely is important and, and FAB is a sex positive organization as well uh, definitely uh, I would say that that doesn't form a huge part of our programming but um, definitely encourage sex positivity as well but it's important that people have that space that they come to and they feel they belong uh, that they mm. feel they're they're safe, and they can say, "These are my people." Uh, however, many of them end up being friends or not. I mean, like that's almost almost a bonus in a way. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's an opportunity to to get to know others. But just that idea of being able to go and let down your guard and be the person you actually yep. are.
0: Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you know uh, being sex positive is a terrible thing. Like, let's let's be. No, honest. but you don't want that to I be am the amazing. primary
2: agenda of an organization.
0: No, exactly. Well. Depending on which organization. Um, My organization, yes, it'll always be the top of the agenda. As
1: it were. Yes.
0: Uh, Or the bottom. But, well, hey, you choose. (laughs) She's verse. No, she is not. Um, I'm surprised I didn't hear my husband scream from downstairs at that one. Um, It's very innate, and it's ingrained in the in gay life, Um, sex is a very important thing. It is, it's, it's part of who we are, and it's, as men, we like to frolic with other men. So, not being stymied by not allowing it and not have it as it, I just have it open and out there, yeah. and don't try to like not have it on on the table. It right? doesn't need to be
2: underground exactly anymore. Yeah, right? and don't shame people. Yes, right?
0: uh, th- uh, that that's the other thing. Like, do not even try to sex shame me for uh, anyone around me. I will not allow it because people are allowed to have sex and they're allowed to have a good time.
2: It's you know, it's I, I had a floating thought back to when I first came out i came out at the age of 41 Mm -hmm. i was married to my kid's mom um you know struggled with my sexual orientation um you know really religion had a big part of that uh when i finally came into my authenticity i was the guy that was kind of doing the dl thing and you know just kind of trying to experience my own shame and my own positivity all at the same time and i remember this one time um being with this guy and he he looked at me and he goes well you you understand you're a bear and I went I'm a what and he goes sorry you 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 don't know about the bear community so it's like no and he goes you have to come with me to the eagle <laughs> <laughs> and the eagle was the place in Calgary to go mm-hmm. and I like okay and here I am for the first time and I think if I had known about bear community I would have come out way sooner but I had this idea that. To be appreciated, to be uh, attractive to other men, I needed to be an Crombie and Finch model. Uh, that was never going to happen. Um, and as a result, I just kind of lived with this idea that nobody would ever love me. Um, until I walked into the Eagle and was like, I was fresh meat. It's like, holy shit, there's people that want me. Like kind of thing. And I've never experienced what it meant to be bare. Um, In fact, I won Mr. Bear Calgary, 2004. But it was, you know, just that idea that, you know, talk about, it's not just about sex positivity. It's about an affirmation of who we are Mm -hmm. as individuals, that, you know, that we have a diversity in the spectrum of what it means to be sexual, what it means to be attracted to people. And finding people that appreciate who you are without any type of shame, right? Any type of, but more of a celebration is really what it means to be in community for me. Mm
0: Um, I am crying internally only because I think we had the exact same life story. Interesting. Yes. Um, Another podcast, perhaps. Well, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I think that's fascinating to me because I always, I was the same way. Um, When I was growing up, I didn't know any, well, I came out and I was out for many years, but I didn't do any gay things because I didn't have any gay friends and I think the internet, I still need to, like, crank up my hamster in order to, like, get enough mm. speed to work a fourteen <laughs> four. And I know now every, all the kids are like, what is he even talking about? I know. Um,
1: Bods, baby. Bods.
0: Exactly. I didn't know any of that existed either. So mm. I was, like, I... I assumed I had to be thin. I had to be beautiful. Uh, God damn the 90s and Abercrombie and Fitch. They just fucked everything up. You're, mm. You are so right. If you haven't watched the... Uh, the I'm uh, about to watch The, the thing on Netflix. <laughs> exactly, yes. Yeah. Um, not even just for the hot men's, but the actual storyline, I'm sure, will be very important. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so I had actually... It would have been just a few years after you had won Mr. Bear. So mm. I lost a whole shit ton of weight it was like 150 pounds because that's when i decided i had to be thin and beautiful Mm. so and that really worked so then i then i had enough muster to actually go to a gay bar so one of my two gay people that i knew brought me to boystown and i still wasn't thin enough so i was like oh god i'm so depressed
2: i was Uh, the other big guy on the dance floor
0: well see and Mm. i probably missed you we probably was like strangers in the night um well, that That is the right one, or is that <laughs> about killing people? No, it's strangers <laughs> on a train, um, ships in the night. That's what I was thinking. God damn me and my mixed metaphors. Uh, I had done that, and then I think from that, I was like, No, I don't really like the bar life. So then I found I think it was gay.com, which led me to squirt, which I'm like, This is really gross. Which le- then I found Bear 411,
2: it's where I met my husband,
0: right? And yeah. I'm like, This is amazing. What is this? And again, I never would have known about the bear community if it wasn't for these um, these happenings of uh, you know really bad hookups and everything. And then I think someone else said, "You know, you're a bear or a cub mm. or whatever." And like
1: someone cues you in.
0: Yes, and I'm like, "There's a thing," and then finding out that yes, there is a thing. So then of course you get all upset because why did I waste so much time? Mm. Why have I like starved myself for two years to look like this and I'm so unhappy? Um, and then to find out. So I went to the Eagle and I was like, okay, this is cool. The owner, I don't know if he actually still owns it then, was my high school drama teacher. So he was like either the owner or the founder of the Eagle, which I thought was wild.
1: Did you know he was no. when you went? No. Um, so you were like, you know, Mr. James.
0: No, it was I I only found out that he was the owner after hmm. um
1: he had plied you with drinks? No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: On, on something else. And I was like, oh my God, really? But not, not like I could tell. Because I remember he, he was very flamboyantly gay and very leathery um, whilst I was in school. So... Oh.
1: So it tracked. I, yes.
0: Hi. I loved him for it. He was actually a very... He was an icon of mine because I'm like this. He was... Um, and we never see it, uh, I guess, when we're out and about doing our thing, but representation and how much it matters. Mm-hmm. But he really, he still had an imprint on my mind. And I'm like, and I don't know why I never clued in that, yes, I could be like this guy. Mm. I I didn't have to be like, you know, the Brian Kinneys and everything else like Queer as Folk.
1: Because you weren't a drama teacher. uh,
0: Probably, yes, I guess. (laughs) But So, yes, I finally went to the Eagle, and then I was the fresh meat. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing, and it was just... It was, it was a lot. It was. I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck in. is going on here? Why is that man on a cross? What's with the back room? I want to know, but I don't want to know. It was like, do they
2: have a really big dog here? Because I don't get this cage. You know, <laughs> kind of thing? why is everyone woofing? I'm like, What is going on? Why is on? there a barber chair? <laughs> I just. It was so. Uh,
0: it was so much, and the. I think the culture of all of that is. Um, a lot to process if you don't know it, and and I think that's actually one of those things that I don't know. Kate, did you have something that you wanted to interject before I go on a really long tirade? <laughs> I well, I don't want to in interrupt your
1: your tirade. Um, no, so if it makes sense, we'll come back to it later. Okay,
0: um, because I wanted to say the bear community kind of spun out of like from like the sixties and the seventies from just like the regular gay culture because the men wanted to be men and not like, you know, hot bodies and tanned up and muscly and whatever. So we kind of wanted to be regular sized. So that's... Or the larger gentlemen. So the bear community kind of... Not fractured, but they kind of just started hanging together from there.
1: It was almost a conscious rebellion. Yeah,
0: I think... Exactly. I think so. And I think we all get it. Uh, Well, we just said it here that we both had to come to our realization that... Uh, who I am is okay
2: and other people will like me for me but I just don't see it yet I need to go find the people. And there is that part of gay culture that where you still get when the fab float goes through pride that yep. you get people looking at it and going oh they're fat they shouldn't be dressed like that like yep. they should have you know and, and it's just this idea that unless you are a particular even mm-hmm. within queer culture as well too which is what we've been rebelling against a little bit yep. right is to find yep. our own safe space and that's really what it
0: yeah it's difficult to change everyone's minds all at the same time and you know you're not going to do it on one float and i will i know i was always around those people but i would tell them to fuck off because i would i too would also be that fat guy in a suit that Mm -hmm. is dancing his ass off in there if i could (laughs) but
2: i couldn't Mm -hmm. so somebody dance for you
0: yeah like kudos to them for actually being able to do it because i give them props like it's not something that i could do so that's why that was important to actually see.
1: Never say never, you yeah, know. I, you know me. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. it's one of those things where you, you know you you look back maybe at where you were ten years ago and you think, wow, I'm I'm such a different person. I've grown. So it's it's all steps that go towards something. And mm-hmm. probably jumping onto float isn't the first thing. <laughs> Although I have known people where it pretty much was the, the yep. first thing they did. But I can tell you, it is so incredibly. Intoxicating to have that experience um, because what you're hearing is just nonstop cheers from the 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 people that are there enjoying the pride parade and they're seeing how different uh, Fab is with its message. There's many messages being broadcast there, but Fab is unique in its in its body positivity and and that's something that actually resonates with people in general, not just gay people. Uh, You actually get a lot of. Of hetero folks come up as well and say like I, I really love the message you're spreading, mm-hmm. uh, and that's very gratifying to see.
0: And that's important, and I think people do need to hear it that it's not uh, it's not just you know dancing bears with balloons. They're always the same color. Which is it? Orange, orange, brown, yellow, and black, white. I mean, green, white. Is yeah. that the color? Yeah, they're, yeah.
1: There's <clears> there's <throat> shades of hair yeah. color pretty much.
0: <laughs> okay um shades of fur
1: shades of fur okay yeah it's a Uh, rainbow of hair yeah a hair bow
0: (laughs) not to be confused with the gummy bears but you can still put them in your mouth and i just i think it is just being able to see it and witness it i think that was um i had gone to many a pride and seeing the fab float it was always what are these boys going to do this year and you, like, it's just, there's always so much in excitement and enjoyment and happiness. And they're just, you're exuding everything that is fundamentally, uh, you can see what your passion is, right? About body positivity and uh, being able to be yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think before, when we were saying how like the... The, the the bear community kind of fractured off. This is this was here. This was my point. And then tirade. Was, yes. See, told you it would happen. Um, and then other, uh, not splinter groups, but everything else used to like fracture off from that. So there would be like the leather community, and then the S and M community, and then everything like that. <clears throat> Once the bear community itself was actually able to like find footing, all of these other things were able to kind of evolve out of the ether. And spring up, and then actually become more relevant and uh, more pronounced. Because I think that was the other thing. Because I know the first time I went to the Eagle, it was it wasn't just bears, and that was it. It was like a it was an amalgamation of everything, all of these other subcultures that. It was. It's a lot to process. Like it took me a lot to go to my first gay club, and that was just to see two boys kissing. And then to go to the Eagle, and it was like, what the hell is going on? It was. Um, I always uh, reference back to um, what I always thought a gay club was like is the Blue Oyster in Police Academy movies. Mm. That is my quintessential gay club. And you're probably too young for it, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. That but make you feel
1: good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that while I can get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, just run with it. Yes, it, you you will never be as young as you are right now. Just live it and don't cry. And I'm only saying that because I just had my birthday this week and I'm just still depressed. <laughs> I can't believe I'm sober enough to actually do this podcast. I just had my
1: birthday as well. Look at you. Yeah.
0: Um, we better not be samesies or else I want a present
1: and likewise
0: <laughs> that's, that's why we have emergency cake in the fridge
1: so describe the blue oyster to me and in a nutshell what's going on
0: oh god it's it's leather daddies mm-hmm. they're dancing to tango and um any any fresh meat that walks in off off the street they get grabbed and like just pawed at by mm-hmm. every nasty daddy that is in there and they, they get made to dance and they just get turned into someone's bitch. Oh like that. no!
1: It sounds terrible. <laughs> right?
0: I know. <laughs> now, to, as adults, we're like, can we please actually have this happen?
2: But as a so we want a blue oyster pop up. I pop-up? think maybe yeah, they, yeah, maybe yeah. we should.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what y'all should do. <laughs> <laughs> have a blue oyster event, and I think that would be amazing. That's funny. Um, and you just as long as you have the signature, um, Argentinian tango. The music has to be all right and everything.
1: I'm sure we could scrounge up some dancing bears. It was
0: so good. Um, But yeah, that's what I always feared whenever I walked in. That's why I never went to a gay club. Because I'm like, oh my God, those things scare me. But then, yeah, going to to Boys Town and detours and all that stuff back in the day, I just showed my age. I know. Uh, It was not like that. So I was like, okay, I can do this. And then I went to the Eagle and it was like that. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs)
1: <laughs> see, um, see, and that's where my, my entry point would have been different. I would have. I, I kind of came out. I missed on the hay, Calgary's heyday of, of bars. Yeah, n- you know n- nothing against uh, the ones we have now, but you know it's not the same. Uh, so I would have been the one going out to Boys Town and saying, but 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 the Blue Oyster, where where are the daddies? Mm-hmm. Where are the pawing daddies? Yeah, yeah.
2: And the funny thing is, that I went to the I went to the Eagle, and yes, I felt affirmed in terms of who I was. But my movie reference would be The Birdcage*. Really? I was looking for the young, flamboyant drag queens and stuff. So I, like, I, I was like, but how do I show up at Boys Town and actually be what they're interested in? So you, you went right? in drag? No, what I did is I, I went to Twisted. And I built... A lot of twisted. I was a contractor designer, so mm-hmm. like the basement, the bar, I actually built the bar with my own two hands uh, during the day, and that was it. Was it was really an interesting experience because now I'm friends with some of the boy bartenders that I had crushes on back then. Mm-hmm. They're old enough now to be friends, right? So uh, it was kind of it's kind of been a fun evolution. But I was always the guy. I mean, I'm a bear that likes chasers, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, I was kind of looking for that amber Crombie and finch kind of environment to go to. So even though I felt affirmed at the Eagle, there was a place where I could recognize that people found me. Um, it's you not know, what you were I mean, looking for. It's not for. what I was looking for. Right? Yeah. So. It's no, kind I'm of
1: what, what I was thinking of too when you guys were describing your sort of entry point into, into learning about beardom or uh, mm. getting associated with bears. And I really came at this from the other side, which was uh, I didn't identify as a bear. I would have loved to, but... Uh, we're talking, you know, very young me. You referenced fourteen point four bod. I think I started with fifty six point six. When mm-hmm. by the time the internet came out See, to where we were, you're just a kid. I don't. I don't know if the age is that different. I just lived in the country. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I had always loved bigger guys, hairy guys, like since what I can remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just always what I was drawn to. And then it was, you know, two days after getting on the internet when we first got that, oh, bears, bears are what I like, Mm -hmm. now it has a name. So that was me seeking out the people and and the community. Mm
0: -hmm. To me, that's just, it's such a good thing to hear that you were able to seek it and find it when you needed it, versus my experience, not angry, but... I, I was disappointed in myself that mm. I let so much time go by, and maybe right. I don't know if you felt it too. Having not only coming out at forty-one, but now being able to live your authentic life mm-hmm. after, but you don't want to. You can't poo-poo everything that you lived before either. Right? I'm
2: very much where my feet are. I like to right? think exactly. That today you, is the most you, relevant. You enjoy
0: before. your life, h- however you get it. Again, if- I think that's something. Again. You only can see it when you're old and decrepit like me. That, but remember, you, you'll be
1: you're you're younger and undecrepiter than you will be, t- you, know, you know. Later,
0: I'm, we have learned things today, kids. <laughs> yes, we have solved all of the world problems. Uh-huh. I'm listening
2: to the two of you and know, thinking, I had my birthday recently. <coughs> I turned sixty, so fuck all of you, right? It's like let's not get down to this age issue, bitch, because uh, you know there's the age is not a relevant issue when it comes to queer cultures. So. That's another one I want I mm, yes, yeah, to. Yes, go. That's I actually
0: can... that's actually a good point because mm-hmm. I think um, ageism and ableism, both things that are very. Entrenched in gay culture, um, there was a um, there's a post that was screaming around the interwebs today, saying that there's this um, college student. He he sent out a tweet. College student wanting to talk to senior gays, please, no one under twenty five.
1: <laughs> well, gay wow. death is thirty, right? Isn't exactly.
0: So, yeah. so there was yeah, anyone. That is in my relevant circles was screaming today, <laughs> um, but it's insane. right. But that's exactly it. Like yeah. we feel that. Um, I think again, that's one of those things that I'm. I'm mad that I wasted quote unquote so many years of my life because those are my prime years. Between there's 20s and the, 30s,
1: they're still to come. Oh no, I
0: agree. Like I'm I, having a
1: great time.
0: I, well, see, and that's just it. I am enjoying my life between 30 and 40. Something. Um, it now it, I am having so much more life than I did back then. Uh, you like, know what?
2: It's, yeah, and, and that kind of what I want to segue into a little bit is actually talking a little bit about um, culture in a sense of what do we bring to it, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think one of the things that I've found in the representation in FAB, and I think I've bumped into people who have said in the past, oh, I used to go to FAB, but they were clickish," or I used to go to FAB and they were this, or I used to do that and, you know that kind of idea. I want to talk a little bit about uh, the evolution of community, and I think it's really a reflection of its people. And I'm going mm-hmm. to give a little bit of homage to our dear retiring president, uh, who in so it's many ways...
0: So a major
2: note. <laughs> uh, in so many ways brought a, a perspective of what it meant to be not only in a safe space, but also in a, in a space that, that really was about, you know, supporting one another about community. I've now begun to understand what it kind of means to be a bit of an ambassador for that type of culture and community so that when people do come out, that they do feel welcome, that mm-hmm. they do feel a part of it. I know that there was, um, uh, a younger person happened to be dating him now, a younger person who, uh, you know, started coming out to the bear community and, you know, went to an event and it was up in Edmonton at a dance and, and Kay and his partner, Benny were there. And he noticed immediately that this younger person said, brought another person along and said, Hey, I want to introduce you to Kay and Benny. They're part of the community. If you feel like, you know, you want to know more about it and it's because Kay and Benny have brought this. Um, community of acceptance and understanding of what it means to be supportive uh, and it's not about just the parties it's not about just the clique. Um, so I think that you know all societies kind of go through their evolution but an evolution based on who the people are they give it life and we've had some amazing leadership over the last few years and, and it's really I think transformed and made it even better mm-hmm. uh, as a as a place where people can find uh, a place to connect so yeah
1: I appreciate that a lot because it's it is something that's so important to me and in that instance you talked about where somebody felt um, that they could go out of their way to bring somebody that was new and say hey I really want you to meet these people I really want you to meet the representatives of this organization and anything you need just go talk to them that was like that warmed mm-hmm. my heart because yeah. that's exactly what I want people to feel when they they come out to, to a space that they're safe and they've got they can be themselves uh, so Super rewarding, and, and really to hear this as well. I feel that it's something that was very natural for Benny and I. Mm. It's, um, it you know When we came out to FAB, it was the welcome that we had, uh, and we felt that, that very much, and it's something we really sought to perpetuate and build even further on the foundation that was already there.
2: And I think for both my husband and I, who are now new board members, um, it was wanting to see that legacy continue, mm-hmm. you know, the ability to be able to make sure that that culture and community are
1: a core part of who Careful, we are. that's how you end up as president. Yeah, I know. don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Waxing poetic and saying great things about everything. <laughs> One thing that I have heard if, in the past, because, again, we have had a pandemic for the past two years mm. and whatever, whatever, that fab may or may not have been a little clicky and either tough to break into the, the group or um which maybe that was my thing that which is funny because i'm such a mean girl i do enjoy clicks so oh, that's uh, what that book is. yes exactly yeah. i'm going to be writing everything nasty i think about you and then photocopying it and sending it to my teacher later. <laughs> um I, I do enjoy good clicks because I I think it's fun and exciting but it's just again when you get to my age blah 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 I'm um, trying to like work my way in there and again the fact that I'm terribly crippling cripplingly shy uh, the new experience is always I tend to run away from so hearing that culture is evolving and you are hopefully different a different organization than what i thought i had in my mind is a positive thing
1: yeah it's interesting i i uh i mean i've heard uh, a variety of experiences that people have had as well um you know my experience going back uh i guess six years ago going out to the first fab event uh it was a calgary event and that was really new at the time fab was very new Mm -hmm. to calgary then and there was a ton of enthusiasm and just excitement uh it was really kind of blowing up all sorts of people coming out uh so who knows how much has to do with just the timing we were very made to feel extremely welcome uh i didn't view it as clicky um so there could be a variety of factors um there could be geography there there could be just i don't know i mean we we pretty quickly made some friends too so uh, but I think an important thing to me that I've always seen is um, is there's a difference between community and friends. And community can be a place where you form a lot of friends and definitely you go to an event and you'll see tables kind of form of, of people who know each other and everything. I don't think that that should be broken up necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's important that people, when they're in a community space, continue to be receptive and open and welcoming to new people who don't necessarily have those connections Mm
2: -hmm. yet and i i mean i remember us Josh and I, going to our first fab event in edmonton and this would have been at least eight if not nine years ago uh, where i met aaron uh, at that time and aaron was one of the founding members of it and i did i mean i felt welcome and i felt a part of the community and stuff and and it's not to say that fab was at all click-ish i'm saying that sometimes people have had that experience and like you're saying, there's there's a lot of, I'll call it, mitigating circumstances around that as to whether or not, you know, that person coming into that space was ready to kind of, you know, be a new person in a new space type of idea. And yes, sometimes because the friendships that do form out of community tend to mean that when you show up, you might gravitate quickly to somebody that you know, you know, but I think that I have found that... Um, You know, for anyone who maybe has experienced that, I want to encourage them to come out. You know, continue to kind of come out and experience it because you know there are people who are genuinely interested in finding the new people, making sure that they feel integrated and welcome, and finding out what it is that they're looking for, what their needs are, etc. So.
1: And if you do come out to something like, if if anyone has had that experience before, perhaps where they felt like, hey, I went out and it didn't seem like a very warm welcome or something, then uh you know yeah definitely that it's a shame if it went that that way we'd love to see you come out again and what i would say is um because it can be so difficult insanely difficult to walk out uh you know come into a new space and a new group of people and you feel like everybody else knows each other and everybody else's friends I, I just experienced that to a degree when we were traveling uh, benny and i were going you know, over a few weeks to a bunch of different places in mexico and Going into a bar, you can feel like everybody else here is connected and I'm the only one that's not. And, you know, our our self-consciousness preys on us there. Mm. Um, something at a FAB event you could do or probably any kind of community event to say, hey, can I talk to one of the event runners? I'd like to get to know some of the people here. And in the case of FAB, I know that any of the board members or any of those who have been around FAB for any mm-hmm. amount of time are going to really quickly... Um, Introduce you to some other good folk, so that could be a nice entry point to an event if you're a little shy about coming.
2: Speaking of entry points, we have an event coming up. Oh, oh don't, don't
0: you? Be, we're <laughs> yeah. You just put a pin in that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> We need to I'm like, the
2: I'm the event lead. you yeah. got to know I'm biting at the bullet. <laughs> we have got to talk to about this one. But go ahead, Terry. Save something
0: for the like the back forty. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm here. Go. We need to make sure that everyone stays till the end. Um, okay, for actually, right now uh, that's a good time to take a break. So I think everyone is allowed to grab their phones. Um, today, I guess we'll have a, a growler break um so everyone can see what kind grinder of grinder works for me. I'm just oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, I'll check, I'll You check. you get your ass You'll on grinder. I'll do the grinder. I'll check Growler, growler. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. He'll have this don't worry. Uh okay we will be uh Fry right Pack, give us a sec. Okay, holy shit, we are back! Um, wow, kids, I'm exhausted. Let me tell you, Kay was working overtime on the uh, the growler. Unfortunately, apparently everyone's uh, a little smaller on my uh, around my area, so uh, Grinder was actually our best bet, <laughs> and we did find a Goldie Cox to take these three bears. So um, we got to wrap this story up because they're on their way. Um, They haven't eaten in three days, but that's normal for this twink. So that's fine. Uh, Okay. So speaking of eating, because I know that that's a very important thing. I I think that's one of those weird things that I always, um, oh God, now it's just, that sounded like a Jerry Seinfeld segue. (laughs) Like what the hell was that even? Um, You get one. Yeah. Right. Okay. So some of the events that you do have do involve everyone sitting down and actually having food.
1: I mean, we Which, couldn't be a better no, organization without... Yes!
0: And I think that's, like, an amazing idea. Because there's not... Again, gay culture, mm. um, if you're not having a, what, a, a diet club soda and a Tic Tac for lunch. <laughs> like, that is the idea of a meal. So, even when you were saying, like, you're having your games night with your wings and yep. all that stuff. I think that's, like, an amazing idea. And mm-hmm. I know that you... I, I think, again, I've also seen it. Like, there, there, was, there was pub nights and... Mm-hmm other stuff like that
1: so yeah we got nights out at, we call them fab eats Yep. so come on out we'll you know pick a different place to go whether it's a place to go have wings and beers or if it's just a restaurant uh it's definitely not always a pub or bar thing um uh, pretty often just doing any restaurant that'll have us
0: okay uh, and that's what i was gonna say what what does the server uh how do the servers look is it like a look of terror when like 20 full-sized gentlemen come in and they're trying to seat all in one table like do you have to coming
2: coming from the food industry originally um i had a lot of empathy for one of the pubs that we showed up at about six months ago it was after swim and we went there and it's kind of like you know 16 bears roll in Mm -hmm. on a midweek night yep um, and I just knew... I demand all the food. No, we're actually very cordial. But what it is, is that one server in an entire bar um, or pub and and 16 guys, and we don't eat light. We're talking. Everyone wanted a meal. And I'm, I swear to God, I know for certain there was only one line cook at of the back. Course. And he was thinking... Before we showed up, all I got to do, and he's got the few prep things and (laughs) a few clean things, and now he's got 16. I need to
0: drop a basket of fries every sixteen. minutes, that's it. 16
2: (laughs) full plates going out. Yeah. Um, And what we did then is, and they were were good. They did take longer, we still tip. Um, But you know, it was like recognizing that we don't want to kind of set this up for failure. Next time, I called them in advance to say, oh, by the way, we're doing a swim night near you again. Likely about a half a dozen, no, about a dozen guys would want to come. Mm-hmm. Can we give you a heads up that on Sunday afternoon we're going to show up around six thirty? About, and they had they thanked us because we they got another line cook in and they got yeah. a server in, and we were able to be you know able to contribute to their business. But yeah, usually
1: usually we're setting it all up in advance. Yep. We're letting them know, hey, we're going to have a bunch of. Big Hungry Boys here. Yeah. Uh, this one was like an impromptu post-swim.
2: Absolutely. An après-swim um, <laughs> dinner.
1: Yeah.
2: So. But we, you know, in, in terms of that, like next Wednesday, we do have a, we're at Pro Dog uh, for uh, a midweek games night. And uh, yes, we will eat, you know. Okay. So, yeah.
0: so uh, any restaurant or restaurateur that is out there before warned, um if Fab comes rolling in, have the food.
2: Yeah, we usually send we usually <laughs> we usually send the entourage ahead of time yeah. to kind of make sure that number one, I think like peace, places like Prairie Dog actually have an affirmation sticker right on their door when you walk in. Like when you walk up to the site, you know that this is a queer positive mm-hmm. space. So we don't have to hide who we are. Yeah, you know, like when you're in a restaurant and and you know we've got the unabashedness of being able to hug each other and kiss each other. Uh, PDA is not something we're shy of when we're out for food and wings and stuff. Uh, that kind of space provides us an affirming space to be where yeah. they're not like, oh, why, who are these people? You yeah. Know, why are
0: like they a, ruining my dinner at Moxley's? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, okay. Yep. Um, it, it's an important thing to recognize because again, this is all about representation and just, it, it's easy to do some of the quote unquote queer things in our private spaces mm. and where we can be ourselves but part of being part of a community is actually being able to go out into the community mm-hmm. and still be yourselves and i think that's very important agree so um if that is one of those things and i think that's lacking especially in the past two years uh, the pandemonium from the past two years it's just everyone needs to get out of their house. You need to get out. You need to enjoy people's company. You need to just sit, relax. I can't even say pretend like nothing ever happened, but just try to get back into some kind of swing of things. Mm -hmm. Be uh, experience life. And I think that's one of those things that just the past two years has really shown us. Everyone is complaining because they can't do anything. Mm. Now you can go out and do it. Mm. Like that I think is one of the more important things that we want to make sure that stuff like that is happening. Agreed. Yeah. So, with that being said, you're throwing a big party. We are. You're answering the question, and I was thinking about it all day. How am I going to preface this? Okay. Um, it's not, do bears shit in the woods, because we already used that one. Mm. This one is, you're answering the question of, do bears get turned in space? <laughs> so... I'll find out. Right. Uh, ooh uh, spelling not appropriate for all ages. Okay, um, tell us what you got going on. What's, what's happening this month?
2: Well, um, Fab has a history of throwing an annual party. Uh, we refer to it as Baracus. Baracus usually takes on a different theme where you have an opportunity to get a little cosplay and dress up a bit and have some fun with it. Gaze if you wish. Um, and this year's theme is Bears in Space. Um, and so we're going to have some fun with it. You know, and the event schedule is the May Long Weekend. That's traditionally when we hold it. Um, this year, uh, we are back at the Opera Center in the Beltline area. Um, I think that there's something really sexy about a bunch of bears getting together in an old church uh, and celebrating who we are. I love that type of... It has uh, been
1: so desecrated. I love it. I know. <laughs> in
2: many... Many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, to give you an idea of kind of what goes down over Barack's weekend. Thursday is our pre-launch. We are there to support the back lot. They've been great to us as a community. They have their karaoke. Usually on Thursday nights, we call it barioke. Uh, so Thursday night, we're going to be at uh, the back lot from 9 o'clock on. Because cannot keep a karaoke. bear
0: away from a on tune. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. No. 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 Okay.
2: History so, repeats. a place for us to start our gathering. Um, on Friday evening is our star launch, which is good. Our typical social mixer. We're taking it up a notch this year. We're having a little bit of a fifth element pop up. Mm. Uh, there's going to be some activities involved. We have some entertainment involved. There's food and drink. Not food in a small scale, not in a bare scale. Um, but, you know, we are. Snacks. We're, Just, <laughs> <snacks>. <laughs> Just snacks. Uh We are decorating for the event, and it's going to be a fun, interactive, get to meet people. For the weekend, um, so that's our star launch on
1: Friday evening. Uh, can I? Yep, can absolutely. I delve a little bit more into that one because I'm I'm really excited for what I'm excited for the whole weekend. I always am. It's always a ton of fun, but the Friday has always been about getting people kind of chatting, getting to know each other, breaking the ice a little bit. And uh, we've tried different formats over the years. Uh, always been fun. I'm really excited though for what's coming this year. Thank this you. is really kicking it up a notch. And uh, I think it's going to be even better for getting everyone interacting with each other. So I would say, because definitely some people come out just for the big Saturday night dance. Yep. There's a few that do. Uh, I would say if you haven't been out to the Friday night before, definitely come out this year. Uh, not only is there a lot of of, of effort and uh, a lot of, um, you know, additional work going Just into making programming a, involved in this one. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Uh, making it an amazing evening, but it's going to be a really good opportunity to get to know some folks ahead of time as well.
2: And I think Terry, this is what we talk about, right? It's about when you come into these spaces for the first time, what does it feel like? Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe the dance mm-hmm. could be a little mm-hmm. intimidating for the average Absolutely. newbie yep. Friday, you know, lights are a little bit more up, a mm-hmm. little bit more interactive, mm-hmm alcohol is still available for those that prefer and pop for those that don't Um, you know so it it really can be uh, you know but it is a place and this time we've designed it in a way to get people to meet each other and to have some fun together Um, but it is uh, a great place for somebody for the first time to experience fab uh, to kind of meet and get a little bit of a taste of who we are okay all right okay so that's Friday night that's Friday night Saturday um, we love our kink brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and our puppies, um, and so we have um, King Stellation this year. <laughs> uh, and King Stellation will um, run from noon. To we're five. working the space theme. Yeah, harder. we are. Yeah. we are. Javier uh, and his graphics, um, and it's um, you know it's going to be a, a fun uh, space for our uh, kink community. This is the one time on the weekend where it is all gender option uh, for it because we are pairing up with uh, a Calgary uh, community that has uh, both men and women represented in it. Um, Normally, FAB is designed as those who identify as male uh, as a community. Uh, This is going to be an intersection uh, time during the King community, so that people know that in advance. Um, There's going to be a swap uh, trade there. There's going to be a puppy mosh pit. There's going Gear swap gear swap not partner swap yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. you walk in. Yeah. make sure you bring your keys for the bowl yeah
0: exactly yeah.
2: Uh, we've uh, opened to those parts. a puffing <laughs> wash uh, some some kink demonstrations so you know the bondage the wax and all that kind of stuff will be there um, and it'll be an opportunity for people to uh, express themselves in that avenue so mm-hmm. that's a Saturday afternoon we'll reset the whole stage again come back to Saturday evening we have uh, DJ Peter out doing our uh, dance that night um, and part of our, uh, safe space is also providing another element of safe space. And we have the docking station. I will leave it at that.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay? Just
2: Enough said. We'll back away. Um, but head. there is something <laughs> to behold. Only uh, 37% of all people can actually use that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so. But getting better
1: every year. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we've got a chill space in there, that type of idea. Uh, But we do encourage people, if they are so expressive, to find a way to kind of do your own in-space themed outfit Mm -hmm. for the night. Um, There is a uh, check-in station there. So whatever you want to wear inside that building Uh, doesn't have to be worn outside the building. Uh, You can have a little bit more fun that way. Um, but it is, uh, you know, you'd be able to check your bags and that kind of idea.
1: So you don't have to wear your, your bear Barella, um, uh, outfit on the train.
2: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And the Uber guy may not understand, but if you're carrying a bag with you, there's a place to change. Um, and that's our big dance night, right? Bears do love to, uh, party. Um, and there is always a, uh, survivor's brunch and we've got that coming up on Sunday, uh, just so you know the average person knows that the party might end about two thirty. but then all of our volunteers have to do all the hard work at tearing it all down and getting the space and turning it back over so brunch will not start until 11 o'clock <laughs> there's no way in hell that we're getting up before then but from 11 to 2 that's early by
1: my books anyway. yeah <laughs> at,
2: from 11 to 2 we'll be at craft they've given us the upper mezzanine area uh-huh. for us uh it's got some you know uh, you know things that you can do up there as well too but it's really about the food it's about sitting down and just swapping stories and having a good time so we're starting on our pre-launch on thursday at uh Berryoke. on friday we have our star launch our interactive um uh, social mixer saturday kink uh in the afternoon saturday dance in the evening and then wrapping it up with food <laughs> on sunday at craft
0: all of it it sounds amazing Again, a little daunting to the newbie. Like if um, it, you uh, what you were saying is right, that you might want to start off with something gentle instead of just jumping into the dance. It's like you don't go to the orgy and then jump right into the fisting station. <laughs> Baby steps. It's just... Get there um. and to be
1: clear there is no requisite fisting uh, at any <laughs> point. Not nothing there
0: won't be no. but it's not mandatory I think
1: you're gonna have a lot more fun if you go to Friday and especially if you don't already know a bunch of people in the community mm-hmm. go Friday meet some people it makes the Saturday that much better you're not trying to uh, navigate new exactly you've already made some connections yeah you've got people that you've already seen and thought oh, oh I look forward to getting to know him a little better
2: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and this is our annual event. Uh, I believe that we've got the uh, a great community of volunteers that Baracus will become a destination. It has been in the past. We want to. We're now post-pandemic. We want to get back into that, uh, where this will be a destination event for Bears throughout North America.
0: Because mm-hmm. this is the eighth time, right? Is this is. Yep. So right. this is the yep. eighth Baracus. So uh, it does have a history, mm-hmm. at least, and people do know it. Like if you are in. And around the bear community, most people would know what Baracus is. Mm-hmm. That's
1: it word is has been, an institution. Yeah, word has been spreading, and we've uh, you know, 2019, the last one mm-hmm. uh, was uh, definitely significantly more people, but also a lot more from out of province. Mm. Yeah, uh, so it it had been making its way by by word of mouth, uh, primarily, I think, uh, as a place that it's a lot of fun. But we've also had some great feedback about it being just a really different vibe than some bear events. And mm-hmm. I've seen that from my own exploration as well. Um, there's a few events that really stand out as being friendly and that you get to know people. It's not just a party. And uh, brackus is one of those okay. events.
2: Now, the only thing that I regret about 2019 was I went as an orc. And I body painted myself from top to bottom in green. And apparently, other guys don't like to hug you if you're painted in green from top to bottom. Yeah, see, And I, I missed
1: all of that. I was I was one of those who... who Stood off. I did not hug you that Ooh. night. Yeah. Because now, I was wearing my fur harness and I didn't want to get it all green. So,
2: moral of the story is, don't paint yourself green. Even if it Martian green, like... like do it as a jumpsuit, but don't do it as body
0: Or how about we just think of the functionality of your costume?
2: Well, there was a bit of transference by the end of the evening. Uh, you know, you kind of like look it, through the crowd and go sweaty. He's green, but so is he.
1: Yeah. And so is he. Yeah, you could forensically trace your trail <laughs> through the um, evening. Yeah,
0: it is literally six degrees of Kevin Bacon all the way <laughs> through the entire party. The yeah. 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 Um, okay, so is this kind of like a fundraiser event?
2: Because, yes, Baracus does, does give money, money back to the so, community, yep. and this is our one opportunity to be able to uh, raise funds uh, okay. for charitable donations. So okay. this is our charity, you know, opportunity as well today.
1: Yeah, like Fab is, uh, is a not-for-profit, so uh, everything over and above the uh, operating expenses go to um, the chosen charity. Uh, um, a long-standing charity we've been using for years although this year's is yet to be determined has been rainbow railroad mm-hmm. uh, we really love what they do um, and have also chosen uh, local charities over the years so Baracus is is a fundraising event in the sense that uh, it is one of the events that does uh, allow fab to to fundraise significantly compared to others and it's what contributes the most Mm-hmm. to um our contributions at the end of the year. So, we'd mm-hmm. really we encourage people to come out and support for that aspect as well.
0: So, with that segue, how much does it cost me?
2: What are, how do I get tickets? yep And how much are the tickets? com. Um where our our ticket website will be going up live in a couple of days. Okay. Uh, so you'll be able to purchase online in advance. Um, your cost for the event, the, the, um, the barioke is a no cover charge uh, event. Um, you just basically, whatever you're going to be looking at to enjoy for your beverages that night yep. uh, okay. at the back lot. Um, on Friday evening, our star launch uh, is a $20 uh, at the door fee uh, for that. Uh, Kink, uh, the Kingstellation is a $10 door fee the dance is 30 and includes the docking station aspect of it so um if you take a look at those individual events the entire weekend would only cost you 60 best thing to do is buy a run pass a run mm-hmm. pass is just 50 bucks uh and you've got your entire weekend covered. you mean i can have all that for 50 dollars <laughs> what a great deal what yeah. if i order right now tell me more <laughs> then you can get two for 100 <laughs> <laughs> um the but... phones are ringing off the hook <laughs> Um, And you know what? There is limited space. Uh, And that's, in all honesty, uh, some truth around that is is that, you know, you have a fixed facility. But um, I think that, um, you know, for all that, the the time and effort that, you know, our community is putting into this event, uh, there's lots to get out of it. And, uh, you know, I go for, you know, you go to a movie and it costs you 60 bucks right for your popcorn and everything else so 60 bucks for an, for 50 bucks for an entire weekend a socialization and of socialization of getting dirt in space yeah absolutely
1: i mean this one's interactive
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it is a, it is great it's not there to i mean even though uh we do you know use our our overhead as a way to be able to contribute uh, we also work hard at
1: keeping our costs down mm-hmm. so that it's uh, it's affordable for virtually everyone so the tickets are going to be available at baracus.com, or uh, which actually just redirects to Fab's website, yep. alberta.org. Yep. So uh, you'd be able to go there, um, get a membership, and uh, purchase your uh, your run pass there.
2: And and I guess that's another note because we are a members club. Uh, this is a members event, right? So we do a lot of. Uh, you know a lot of community events like our bowling or our swim nights or our pub and games night anyone can come uh, this is for members only uh, your membership fee is an extraordinary ten dollars a year it's That's really breaking the bank I know I tell you right it, it is yeah and so it is and the reason why we do it as members is because then we have an opportunity to have our party our way right so it, it allows us to be able to loosen up a little bit of some of the restrictions that would normally come from a, um, from a non-members event. So mm-hmm. this is a, this is considered a private party. Um, you can there's no obligation in taking out a membership you're not going to be spammed, you're not going to be expected to do anything else but it is part of what we have to do in order to be able to have the party that we want is to have it as a private party which means it members only. Yeah. And it is again just to remind those that are listening uh, this is uh, for uh, male identifying people. Um, so people in our trans community are part of uh, the Bear community as well too, but it is uh, a safe space for men to hang out.
1: The membership can be, uh, easiest thing would be to get it ahead of time, mm. but uh, you know, don't let that hold you back. You can sign up on the spot when you get there, um, or we have also um, in the past offered uh, weekend memberships for those who are perhaps visiting, not going to have an opportunity to visit other events. Uh, so that's something that we can accommodate as well.
0: So again, what was the website
2: com <laughs> or our <clears throat> parent one which is Alberta, B E A R, org.
0: I think that's one of the only things um in trying to find fab as an institution sometimes yep. either on um on Insta, Twitter, now TikTok because I've seen you guys mm. on there. Uh, it's just the name, like and just trying. Fellowship
2: to, of Alberta Bears what? or
1: Fab is yes. our social media. Yeah, or Google Fab. Bear. And you are all in there. Okay. Yeah. Fab Bear. Fab Bear. We're number one.
0: <laughs> <clears throat>
2: We're number one.
0: Well, at least we could be number one with something. Okay. Now, okay, so you have your big party. Um, what other events? Are you guys thinking what's in the books for this year? So if I want to become a member and you guys are like squeezing an extra ten dollars out of me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what do you get for that? Yeah. What else is what's going on for the rest
2: of the well,
1: year? Well, have we told you about the campout? Just wait. Yes. So the Great Canadian Bear Campout. Uh, we're really excited for this as well. This would be. I mean, we have we've talked about a number of smaller events or or yeah, like
2: bi monthly. We, yeah. we
1: tend to get together as a community. Yeah, and. uh. You know, we do. We try to do swims pretty regularly now that we can again. We're starting that going. Um, restaurant nights. We try to do things like. Someone asked us if we do. Uh, one of our newer board members I said, "Do you guys do sports?" <laughs> and then you know, cricket sound. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it's like, well, uh, is there bowling the sport? And then we glommed onto that immediately. Yeah. Yes, yes, we have done bowling. <laughs> yes. So mm-hmm. uh, that's something we could see doing again. Um, but the the couple big events that kind of anchor our year uh, are Barakas and then the Camp Out. Uh, technically, it's only going to be our second one. Uh, but the first one was a huge success. And I'm really excited for this next. Uh, it's going to be even better uh, mm-hmm. than the first one. Uh, not only do... Um, well, I think primarily because we're going to a different location. First location was... It, was, it worked for us. It worked for us. We had an, a great event despite the cow patties, and <laughs> <laughs> you are in the wilderness. So yes, but
0: you kind of expect them.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, now we're promising. Significantly fewer cow patties. Okay. Yes. So now
0: no. with 33 percent less cow
1: patty. Yeah. Well, Excellent. I'm hoping Pro- more than that. Okay. <laughs> I previously, I, I previously promised 100 percent less, and <clears> I was <throat> like, "Well, that's a terrible thing to do." Yeah. Uh, so we're, the the campo this year is going to be up at Lazy M Lodge, uh, a gay-owned uh, oh. lodge in Caroline, uh, just on a beautiful place and. Uh, it's really kicking up, like, you know, the game from where we were before. Mm. Um, beautiful location. Uh, nice hall that we can meet in. Uh, the facilities are going to be great. And um, I I will look up the dates of that to confirm that while we're talking. <laughs> it's in July while we're talking. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, and it is a weekend in July. Yeah. Uh, July 22nd to 24th. Okay, so that's
0: like be... it's, it's your post-stampede.
1: Yes. So... No, no, you, you get okay. a breather between these, these events. You can plan, you know, a, you have some time in between for okay. your other things. And,
2: and you uh, know, we like to do things around Pride. I know that Edmonton is doing a dance uh, at the beginning of June, uh, which is coming up as well, too. So there will be a larger event uh, held in the Edmonton area for Pride month, Calgary of course, when we have our Pride celebrations for the um, for the uh, Labor Day weekend, uh, mm-hmm. we'll have something going on then. And I do like putting on my Santa suit because we have a Santa, we have a Christmas dinner as well too, no, so a very very
1: Christmas. Well, uh, yes, for real. Yeah. It is wonderful. I love the very very Christmas so much. Now, so far Edmonton hasn't done one, um, but I do think that the mirth is spreading and maybe in the future that might happen. Yeah. Uh, that's been a Calgary specialty for last number. Of, well, you know, not last number of years, barring pandemic. Yeah, yeah. But uh, always a great time. Really nice, sort of feels like a family dinner kind of thing. But with the family you wish you had.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The Bear Chosen family. And in Calgary, lots of food. Lots of food. Always too much. Always too much. I take home so much turkey every year. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's one of the things I enjoy most. I let everybody else pick first, but then there's always a ton of turkey left, and it's mine.
2: I think, I think one way to frame this horrendous $10 membership to be a part of Fab, it's really about uh, being a part of a social connection uh, because of the charity work that we do, I really the, the money ends up going back to community anyways. Um, you know, as well. And it's about being able to at least be on, you know, uh, uh, an interactive, you know, contact list so that you've got an understanding of what's coming up. And uh, I do believe that we create enough diversity in our events that there's going to be something for you.
0: It is important just to remember that, like, these guys aren't in fab, it's not their job, It is, they're not getting rich off of all of these $10 membership if fees. we're supposed to be i've been doing it. yeah wrong. right exactly oh. um the, you're all like it's a it's a non it's
2: fully volunteer it's, it's, yeah right are really, not for profit exactly. at the end of the year we balance our books and whatever we don't have for overhead goes to yeah. charity yeah.
0: everything you're taking in just goes right back out so Hell, it's yeah. um it, it's it's like a twink on, at the bathhouse so
1: <laughs> uh oh <laughs> thanks for that visual <laughs> right
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I enjoyed it. I, right, exactly. Sometimes I'm
0: <laughs> I'm I'm here for my fellow bears. Um, <laughs> I just I think if that if that is an important thing that you are wanting to sense. You wanting to feel a sense of community, and you're doing it for the community. You're not doing it to like make a profit. So no, but that's an not. important that, thing to actually like t- to think about when you're. This is not a business.
2: For, this is a society. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. it's a culture. Like yeah. that's that's what you're. And I think. You know, Terry, when you go back to those first days when you and I walked into those bars, if somebody out, wasn't out there putting together these kind of things, we wouldn't have those spaces, yep. right? Yeah. We're now doing for others what was done for us years ago.
0: And I think we are doing it either within this, with the same lens that they had, with you know hindsight twenty twenty and whatever, or doing it with it, with I think we need to we need to evolve the lens that we are using as well because times they are a changing. And so we need to shift with them too. stuff that the kids are coming up with now are not the same problems that we had way back in our day of 56 K dial up. Right. So you're getting young kids like, you know, 12, 13s knowing they're already in the queer community, which is good. So if you are giving back to other charitable donations, uh, helping that, and I think that's important. That we need to be able to foster everybody, not mm. just make the bears happy. Yeah. Like it's we are a community, and we're going to be doing things for people outside of the bear community oh, as well. I yes. mean, I would
1: say most of the support that we have in that regard, uh, you know, let's say for the bear community, is is more you know social, emotional, like interpersonal, mm-hmm. um, financial support has um, you know always gone to other queer organizations, um, or otherwise, uh, let's say, you know, uh, queer adjacent yep. um, community groups. Um, again, I sound like I'm plugging them, but Rainbow Railroad has been the one for a number of years now that we've really all, as, as a series of boards over the years, have been unanimously really loving the work they do. Uh, it's obviously, for those who, who are not familiar with it, it's uh, in association with a wonderful program that Canada offers for sponsoring refugees. Uh, to come in from uh, who are seeking asylum uh, from countries who... uh,
2: Where where their lives may be at risk as a result of their their, uh, gender sexuality.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So they're doing amazing work and we've been thrilled to support them. And, uh, you know, again, each new board decides uh, what they're going to support every year, so we'll see what this new board uh, chooses, but uh, it's been a very worthy cause for us. And, you know, it's supporting the community, not not loc- not necessarily just right down to the bear level. This is, you know, a much broader sort yeah. of community definition. Yeah.
0: I think the one thing I do want to circle back to, hitch the wagons, whatever, is I'm hoping that just in, even with the conversation that we've had, that we have been able to broaden the horizons of what people may have thought fab was or is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I wanted to bring it up earlier in the in the talk, just to say that I had my preconceived notions of what it could be because of what I heard. Again, it's always it is a perception. So who knows? The people I talk to, maybe they had a bad problem. We all know that gays can be bitches. So uh, right, I know. So if I don't know you guys, and I know this guy, of course I'm going to listen to this guy because he knows better. But I think it's just obvious just with even how you're talking and stuff you want to do with the community and your feeling of of a family togetherness Mm -hmm. with the entire community. I'm hoping that that is swaying people and getting them out there to um, come meet you guys and come enjoy some of your festivities. Yeah, I think Uh, it's important for guys who are like us. To know that there are guys like us out there. Mm. Like it's very difficult to be that me, lonely fat kid in my 20s, mm. not knowing that there is anyone else out there like me.
1: Yeah. Mm. And I, I sure hope that that I, I would love to think that that's something that is is maybe diminishing, uh, you know, in newer generations. I don't know. Many things are changing. I'm not necessarily sure about um Feelings with regard po- body positivity, or, or if that's just something that continues to be um, a challenge for younger generations. Either way, definitely want people to know that there is a, a space where they're they're welcome and uh, celebrated. Absolutely, yeah,
2: yeah, pretty much so. And I think the reference, you know, it's not about any particular group that creates a negative or positive culture. It's about society itself struggling through its own identities. And it shows up in every community, in every society. But the idea is, is that from its inception, the people who originally brought Fab together to the people that are uh, currently running it, to the future board members, our mandate has always been to create a safe, positive, supportive, welcoming space uh, with an understanding that we have uh, fully embraced body positivity in a way that should make you know people feel comfortable. And, um, you know, we just want people to have that space to be able to it.
0: One thing I do want to add to all that is that I know that even through my conversations with people, even on this podcast, that I have my issues with body positivity. But I am surprised when I hear other people who I assume are just fine mm-hmm. also have issues with body And like body dysmorphia or what they think is. And I'm like, what is your problem? Girl, you are gorgeous. And no. So everyone has that kind of nagging feeling in the back of their mind that they're just not attractive enough or happy. And it's a lie. So just get out there. You will be enjoyed for who you are. Mm. And I think that's one of those things that FAB hopefully is trying to push. Yeah, absolutely. And actually live in. Thank you. Um, So I think with that, we're going to be wrapping this up. Um, Anything else you guys wanted to add? Any pearls of wisdom?
1: I was supposed to bring pearls of wisdom?
0: Yes. Not the necklace.
2: (laughs) No, maybe that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: he's fishing for an angle for a sequel. I think that's really what I heard right there. <laughs> um, okay, so the uh, Baracus Bears in Space
2: is happening... May Long Weekend, mm-hmm. May 19th, 20th, 21, 22. Okay. And for those that are listening, Ooh. I want to keep Terry accountable here because I think oh, he shit. would do amazing at giving some type of report back to his podcast community on what his experience was at Barackus twenty twenty two. Okay,
0: so FYI. Apparently I'm getting suckered
2: (laughs) into they're squeezing ten dollars out
0: of my bank account so I could become a member and then get to go to this Party and dock.
1: Loose, loosen those purse strings for one weekend. I know, right?
0: Oh, my God. Sponsors, are you hearing me? I need some money. I swear I'll go back to the no-name KD. I just need to go to this party. Um, I uh, Okay, fine. Maybe I'll see. I'll try to go. Now that I've said it, my husband will probably drag me. He likes parties. He likes
2: people. And so, you know at least three people
0: there. I... Uh, okay, I'm gonna drop a like a a super hot tip right now. I okay. Does anyone watch Gossip Girl?
2: <laughs> <Sorry>.
0: <laughs> I I want to be. Think su- I just lost my bear <laughs> status. No, no like I want to <laughs> be.
2: I want to be supportive.
1: Okay. Um,
0: Anywho. <laughs> okay. So uh, the gay agenda YYC is basically like Calgary's version of Gossip Girl. Everyone knows who I am because uh, if I. Like, my hey, 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 or my cheer sluts is like XOXO. Uh, I'm getting really blank stares from both of these people. Anyone out there who knows what Gossip Girl is, you got this. Everyone knows what I sound like and who I am. A lot of people don't know what I look like. Hmm. Which is why I feel free. I can say anything that I want on this podcast. Hmm. Uh, people going down the street will never know who it's to be. They'll be like, oh, my God, that's that shady bitch. Hmm. Like, literally. And then I'll just be sweet as peaches on the street. Just but, throw them off. Yeah, Right? No one knows. And so then when they finally meet me, and they're like, hey, your voice sounds familiar. I'm like, it's because I do porn. So... Hmm. Uh, I just—it's it, one of those things that I come—I've come to realize that I am Calgary's gossip girl. So yeah, everyone listens to me, but no one knows who I am. So that's basically it. So if I actually show up to these events, mm. I have to do it incognito, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm just uh, Gerald from <laughs> and like and Milwaukee, like, Ger- <laughs> Gerald,
1: with an attempt at a super manly hair toss I know, I
0: just share hair ties. <laughs> like
2: <a>, <laughs>
1: Like yeah. sh- like share, but man. Yeah,
0: boy. I know. Anytime that it's like I'm in costume, it always has to have a wig. <laughs> and I don't know why. And I have the movement and everything. Um, okay, so
2: we will... There will be <laughs> enough people in costume or expressions of Bears in Space mm-hmm. that you can blend in quite well.
0: Excellent. That's yeah. exactly what I needed. Okay. So then maybe we will give a part de and we will give everyone a... Uh, a rundown of what happened, the shenanigans. So yeah, I would, let us know how it went. Yes, yes. Well, you'll probably have to drag me drunkenly from the floor, anyways. So whatever.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> we can let others know how. Yeah, exactly.
0: It went. Like, oh my God, look at this. And then he's there. Yes, they're gonna post pics, and then
1: they're gonna oh. put it on.
0: And then I'm gonna and be, be like, like,
1: did you see what Gerald from I, Milwaukee? Yeah, did <laughs> Oh my God, Gerald, <laughs> you're
0: such
2: a drunk bitch. Uh, <laughs> But did you see his hair? Oh, my God. Oh, what I was did? so
0: wild. Oh. Um, <laughs> stop it. Every single time he makes the noise, I, it's like Pavlovian. I have to, like, do a hair toss. Um, okay. So, yes, we're going to wrap this up before I, like, sprain a neck or something. It's been lovely having you gentlemen over here with Thank me. Thank you. It's been a great uh, to be here. And I know that we. I will have you again because there's tons of stuff that we need to talk about. Until... I survive Baracus. It's a so, not so long, a, not a so long for now. I can't even, know. oh, fuck.
1: Just, saying goodbye. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm just going to stop right now. So, uh, cheers, sluts. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gay Agenda. Don't forget you can follow us all on the tweets, the instas, and on the Facebooks at The Gay Agenda YYC.
1: If you like what we had to say, please like,
0: comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. Thanks for listening, kids. Bye! Bye. Love and light, bitches!
1: So, mm-hmm. so give me a couple. Years Just delete away. that
0: two years out of everything.
2: Oh, that's yeah. me. <gasps> Rude children. Look, what are you late for? I am. Uh, my dog needs to take his pills. Good things. My husband is home to, to home. <laughs> I'm on the pill routine, <laughs> except tonight. So there we go. My apologies. <clears throat>